This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, hey, hey there. Welcome back to the How She Did That podcast. I hope you are having a terrific day and a terrific week. And OMG, it's December and we're almost at the end of the year. I cannot believe it. You're probably in shock too. So let's be in shock together. (laughs) And if you're a longtime listener of the podcast or if you follow me on social media, you probably know that our entire team, our entire company takes the last two weeks of the year off. So We are definitely in crunch time right now, just getting everything buttoned up, uh, doing those like last minute sprints and all of the things to set us up for a great 2022. And that's basically what I wanted to talk to you about today. I want to give you five quick tips on five things that you can do now in order to set yourself up for a great new year in order to end this year off just right. So these are not going to be things that are super time intensive. I'm not going to tell you to hustle harder (laughs) for the end of the year. You know that I am very anti-hustle culture anyway, but especially at the end of the year when we're already exhausted. So let's get into our five tips, starting with tip number one, which is to block off all away days for 2022 or for the following year. If you're listening to this next year sometime, I want to make sure that this is still relevant for you. So definitely, these are all tips that you can use now or in the future. So what I mean by that is I go into my calendar and Danny, who's my executive assistant, she supports me in going into the calendar as well. And we're going to block off all of our known away days for the next year just to make sure that nothing accidentally gets scheduled over them. I know that for several years... I didn't do this. And then all of a sudden it would be like two weeks before we were supposed to be off or I was going on vacation or something like that. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, we need to reschedule all of these things. So now we try to be a lot more proactive about it. And November, December, around this time, we go in and we block off all the way days. So for us, that looks like all bank holidays. Our motto is the banks are closed, we are closed. So all bank holidays, all company closures. So we do a two week off in the middle of the year, Juneteenth through July 4th, as well as two weeks off at the end of the year. We also have two team retreats. So that's like four days that we block off for those two team retreats for the following year and then all vacations. So I am actually prioritizing taking more vacation next year. I think I have one trip planned for every single month from January through July. (laughs) And I'm so excited about that. And then I'll work on the, you know, the rest of the year later on, but just making sure that all of those times, everything goes into the calendar. And then the other thing I want you to think about is how you want your calendar to flow for the following year. So if you've been feeling like your calendar was overflowing or flooded with meetings and zoom calls, and it just felt like too much, you have the amazing ability to change that, my friend. (laughs) I think sometimes we forget that like, oh, 
I am the captain of the ship. And if that didn't work for me last year, how do we fix that? How do we be proactive in fixing that for the following year? So if you're using something like Acuity for your scheduling, or I think Calendly does this as well, we use Acuity. Um, but if you're using something like that, a scheduler, you can go in and set up parameters that say like, when I've reached three calls for this certain day, don't book any, like show that day as completely full or two calls or one, whatever feels good for you. And then the other thing that I'm going to challenge you to do for the following year is to set aside more open space and open time. What that can mean for you is maybe right now you take calls Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and maybe the following year or this coming year, you set that to be only Tuesday and Thursday. Here's the promise that I'm making to you. And if if this is not something that actually happens, or if this is a promise that you're like, this, is, this isn't real, Tasha, you can email me and yell at me, okay? <laughs> but here's the promise I am making to you. The world will not burn down. Your clients will not hate you. They will not leave you. The clients that should be with you will not leave you if you give yourself some more space in your schedule. What instead is going to happen is that you will have the freedom to work on your business instead of in your business. You will love your business and fall in love with your business even more because you will get to enjoy it and to have space to breathe. Having space to breathe is okay. It's okay to not have a packed schedule all the time. And I'm talking just as much to you as I'm talking to myself because I am a person who enjoys being busy, but I also need the space to relax, to let my brain rest so that I can show up as an excellent leader, as an excellent support for my team, for my clients, for everyone around me, for my family and friends too. And that doesn't come with always being busy and never having time to rest and just recover and enjoy other things in life. Okay. So I want you to send me an email if you are going to commit to actually giving yourself a little bit more space in this next year. Tip number two is to create your 2022 budget. So the first thing that you're going to want to do is to look at what how this year went, right? What were the months that were your highest um, revenue generating months? What were the months that were your lowest revenue generating months? If you are newer to business, what you're going to see over time is that you'll start to see some patterns of which are the high months, which are the low months. I know that this year, July was a terribly low month for us, right? And so we now know that we need to look at like June and probably May as well as being our higher months and kind of storing more away so that July doesn't have to feel like an OMG, like how are we going to get through this kind of month, right? Uh, same thing with November and December usually tend to be those months because as a launch management agency, a lot of people are not really thinking about their launches as much. They're not really gearing up yet for January. And so it tends to be a lower month. So once you have those kind of patterns and understand the ebbs and flows of your business, it's easier to just be like, oh, okay, my business isn't failing. I am not failing as a business owner. These are just the highs and lows of business. And this is just the ebb and flow of business. So once you kind of have debriefed on your current year, then you're going to think about what you want that next year to look like right? So I want you to figure out not just your budget, but we're going to start from a place of what do I want my income to look like? I always challenge everybody in the agency Thrive Mind in my program for agency owners, I always challenge them to attempt to double what they did last year. Now that may feel like a lofty goal, 
But I know that for the first four years, we doubled year after year after year. So it's definitely very possible. Do I want you to feel like you are burning out or, you know, uh, working too hard to reach that goal? No, which is why you should have good, better, best goals. So usually that good goal that people set is about 25% more than they did the previous year. That better goal is 50%. And then that best goal is 100%, right? Doubling what you did the following year. We'll be back with the rest of our episode in just a couple minutes. But first, I'd love to tell you a little bit more about the Legendary Launch Manager Certification Program. So our goal in creating this launch management certification was not only to teach you how to create amazing project plans, but also amazing experiences and outcomes for you as a launch manager, for the launch team, and of course, for your clients. In our three-month cohort, you will learn different launch strategies and how to implement them, how to create a finished and flushed out and supportive project plan, what to look for in order to better optimize launch deliverables like sales pages and social media copy, team and client management, and so much more. By the end of the three months, you'll have the skills, the know-how, and the templates to lead even the most complex launches. But we actually don't stop there. After you're a certified launch manager, you'll also be added to our referral network, and you'll also get three free months in our certified launch management membership. This is where you'll continue to learn about business building skills as well as ongoing launch education. Because as we know, best practices in launches and launch system strategy and implementation changes all the time. And we want to make sure that you stay in the know. If this sounds absolutely amazing, head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash launch to learn more and enroll in our next cohort, which starts soon, like super soon. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash launch. Okay, back to the episode. Uh, When you are looking at your budget for the following year, And when you're looking at what you want to spend and what you want to save and what you want to make and all of those things, here are a few things that sometimes we forget to add to our budget. So a pay raise for yourself would be absolutely phenomenal, right? You're the CEO and you're the captain of the ship. So give yourself a raise. Um, Investments. What do you want to invest in? And that could be coaching. That could be actual like business investments. Maybe you want to start investing in real estate or start saving towards something like that. And then travel also. So now that travel is coming back and now that travel is a thing again, I know that I really love going to live events. I love meeting people in person and networking uh, that way. And so I make sure that there is a line item within our budget every year for travel and for all of the travel related things, be it the flights and my meals and hotel and all of those things. Um, So making sure that you have those pieces inside of your budget so that they don't come up as a surprise, so that you have the money kind of already set aside and you're already planning for things like coaching or programs that you want to invest in, you're a pay raise for yourself. Maybe you want to hire your first team member and you want to uh, make sure that you start setting aside money for that, as well as travel or however you enjoy networking. Okay, tip number three is to choose your word or phrase of the year. Choose your word or phrase of the year. So this is something that I have done for several years, and I really, really enjoy um, having a word or phrase for the year. This past year, my word was simplicity, and I have to say, hashtag epic fail. (laughs) I did not simplify things as much as I wanted to. My word of the year for 2022 for this upcoming year is deeper. And the reason I chose that word is because I really feel like we are at a point in our business where it's not about doing more stuff. It's not about finding new social media channels or anything like that. It's about 
going deeper and being more intentional in our conversations with our community and with what our community needs. So I'm super excited to explore more uh, about what that means for me and what that means for our company next year. We've got some surprises up our sleeve that I think are going to be even more supportive to the community that we have already curated, right? Instead of going out and finding new community or new new avenues and those sorts of things. I just real, really feel like we just need to keep digging deeper and go deeper in um, how we are supporting all of you out there. So that's exciting for me. If you're not sure how to choose a word or a phrase for the year, I'm going to link in the show notes to an article or blog post that I did a couple of years ago, but it's still really, really relevant to how I choose my word or my phrase of the year. So I hope that that will be helpful. Moving on to number four, I want you to do a full debrief on this year. So I know that we just talked about doing a debrief financially for the year, but I also want you to do a debrief of the entire year in terms of how you felt, right? What you need to start doing, what you need to stop doing, and what you need to keep doing for the following year based off of how things went financially, but also how things went feeling-wise, what clients you enjoyed working with, what clients you didn't enjoy working with, all of those pieces. We're going to pull the entire thing together and really look at it from a cohesive place because the bottom line is if you made a lot of money this year, but you hated every single second of it, that is not a year that we want to repeat, right? Maybe we we'll want to repeat the financial of that, but how can we do that in a more aligned way, in a way that feels really good and that you're really excited about instead of feeling like, oh yeah, I made a lot of money, but like it was, you know, it was terrible. I didn't enjoy the clients that I was working with, that sort of thing. We want excitement to kind of be the undercurrent and loving it to be the undercurrent in your business instead of feeling like a dirge, because that's that's not fun. And that is not the reason that you started your own business, right? If you wanted it to feel dull and awful and like a dirge, you could <laughs> be in a nine to five, but you chose not to do that. You chose to work for yourself and you chose to build an amazing business. And I want you to feel like this is an amazingly aligned business as well. And number five, be strategic about where you put your energy. From now until the end of the year, there are so many things that are pulling you in a million different places. You have family commitments, you have friend commitments, you have client commitments, you have team commitments, you have you commitments, and it's going to feel like a lot, right? And I understand that. And that's kind of just like what the end of the year sometimes feels like. And so I think we have to know that and understand that, accept that, and allow the fact that we may not be at what we consider our peak performance all the time. I was just having a conversation actually yesterday with, with somebody about the fact that our peak performance or our best is going to be relative based off of what's going on around us, right? And what's happening in our lives and in our worlds. And so giving yourself grace to know what you need to actually focus on and to know what can kind of sit on the shelf and rest for a while and yes, it may need your attention later, but it doesn't need your attention now. That's going to be a hard thing because a lot of us um, in the operational space are perfectionists and we want all of it to be perfect right now. And I completely sympathize and empathize with you and understand that. And also I challenge you to let that go because that need for perfectionism is going to make you want to burn it all down and is going to cause burnout. And so these last few weeks of the year, the last thing I want to say about all of this is give yourself permission to relax, 
give yourself permission to take your foot off the pedal just a little bit, right? To know what needs, what needs your attention, to know what actually does need that slight little push forward to the end. And I promise you that that is not everything. I promise you that if you actually make a list of what actually needs your attention, it's a lot fewer things than we actually feel like it is most of the time. Okay, let's uh, recap really, really quickly. And then I'm going to let you go because I know you got a lot to do and I want you to rest. Maybe take a nap today. Hmm? Maybe go get your nails done. Maybe get a pedicure. I don't know. Maybe do something. Number one, block off all of your way days for the following year. Number two, create your following year budget. Don't forget to include things like a pay raise for yourself, investments that you want to make, travel, all of those things. Make sure that you have an income goal, a good, better, best goal for the following year. Number three, choose your word or phrase of the year. Don't forget that that will be in the show notes. Number four, debrief on this year, not just revenue wise, but in how you were feeling in what you're enjoying doing and what is not feeling aligned anymore so that you can build better for the following year. And then number five, be strategic about where you put your energy. Yes, yes. Okay, I will talk to you all so soon. Have a great rest of the year and bye. Interested in becoming a certified launch manager? Our next cohort starts super soon and we would love to have you. If you've got the basics down as a VA, tech VA, OBM, project manager, director of operations, or so on, and want to learn the insides and outs of managing launches, this certification is for you. Learn more and apply now at TashaBooth.com forward slash launch. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash launch. We can't wait to see your application in my inbox. Let's level up together. 